We are live. JW Megawhite Show. I'm your host, the Candyman. And tonight, you're in for a special treat. We got some rockers on the show here. We got Frank No and Neil Nyberg, who's making his way here into the doors here at Beauty Radio, Mission District. San Francisco, getting geared up for another weekend as things uh, start to reopen. Comedy battle after the show. A new record over the pandemic. Talk about the band shell. Talk about a lot of DIY, for lack of a better term. (sighs) Feels good coming back here. How's it going over there? I like your jacket. Oh, did you really? Nice. Nice. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, you know those little hidden treasures. You just can't, you can't beat that. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I think we were looking for a chair or something like that. Gosh, I remember walking into these offices when I was a young, 23-year-old kid, and people thought I was rich. <laughs> it was just an eight-dollar sports jacket that I got at the thrift store. <laughs> so fun. Awesome. Well, we uh, have an exciting hour ahead of us, and yeah, we're officially back and rolling here. Sunk Lightning, that is my Candyman theme. And that's Sunk? That is Sunk. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it was it was so it was funny actually how this all you know came about, and you know finding this song. I I think actually, you know that I mean organically you hear something and you're ins- inspired by it. You know? Right, 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 right away. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, it, it, and it's it, uh, it's something that both of those people have such great energy towards music. It's just so. It's inspiring, you know. That makes it. It, it. I think that's what comes through in the music. Yeah, it's organic. Yeah. And then sometimes when you write, when you're creating a piece, you you set out to write this, but then you write this, and then it becomes this <laughs> thing that you never intended. And it's like, well, where'd that come from? Yeah, it's really fun. I remember actually going and seeing you guys play at Bandshell last year. That was the first time. That I've been back to Bandshell before the pandemic, I think. Uh, it was my first time there. Yeah. Ever. That was November of last year, right? Right. Something like that. Yeah. I, um, I think we got in trouble for something, which is usual. But Yeah, what did I, you... What did we do? It wasn't like a major offense. We didn't steal anything. <laughs> <laughs> I think we parked in the wrong place or something. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. You know what is I parked in the same place that one of your other um members parked in and uh I think but who knows. It was weird. They you can there's a driveway right behind the back of the stage so you can go like 30 feet from your <laughs> from the van to the uh stage but they make you park 400 feet away. So, because I guess there's, oh, what did he tell me? Oh, yeah, they have their, uh, 
whatchamacallit, their school for driving those uh, things. They the scooters. It? Yeah. They, the they rent them out there to the public, and they, they do their training. Before they rent them to people, they train them in that parking lot, so that's why they don't want anybody to park there. You know, <laughs> insurance reasons. Yeah, I'm sure that's what it is. Sure. But it's a great place. I mean, I've, I've loved it. There's just so much potential of that place to be packed. It was at Columbia Libya. I saw actually their uh, their video, um, some of the, on their story. I guess that's what's become their stories. And it just seems like, gosh, these places that half band shells should be like packed full of people. It's a free show. It was an outer body yeah. experience at times that I've been there. I'm like, wow, I felt like I was in Disneyland or something. I, I think that... Uh, <sighs> <laughs> I'm, my feeling there is that it's a generally good thing, right? So you would, the majority of the people would like going there and hearing music, even if it's not their favorite music. They'd, it's a beautiful place, right? Yeah, Jennifer Lopez's wedding planner. I think it starts out in that that same scene. Really? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> we do that, yeah. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez is at a wedding, hosting a wedding in that same place. It, at the band show. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, yeah, that that garden there. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was uh, I was tripping when I played there because uh, I, I I play stage right, right, and so I realized that's what Hendrix did when he played there. So I was like stepping around in footsteps he probably played at. I didn't it's, even realize that Hendrix played there. Yeah, a long time ago. Back in the day. It's probably the same shell. Yeah. No, it was. It was that place, that stage. So when you played, you played there, didn't you? Not yet. Not yet. I don't know if they would go for Takamash. <laughs> but <laughs> Why not? Maybe, huh? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we actually were playing there again on the 22nd of June. So we'll have to make some no kind of. No way. Yeah. We'll have to make some kind of thing out of it. Yeah, wow, that's great. That's um, that's the day before the Tamale Lady's birthday. Really? Yeah, June twenty third. Whoa. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe it could be a Tamale thing. Maybe we could have a Tamale Lady there. That'd be <laughs> For great. Sure, I love tamales. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what it is. I was just, um, maybe, oh, yeah. and good ones, right? Because you can yeah. buy those those frozen pieces of junk. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes like cardboard with some hot sauce on it. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, no, I actually um, came up, came down with COVID um, in December and had a local tamale lady uh, deliver three, really? three dozen tamales to get me through. Wow. Sometimes That's I wake up, sometimes I dream of those tamales. <laughs> they were so good. There's nothing like a good tamale. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you can make it a tamale thing. Huh? Yeah, that's that's the reason they had a great song. About, uh, there was a song that went, I don't know when it was. I, I just heard it on the radio once called Hot Tamales. Oh, and Hot Pastrami. Hot Pastrami. Hot pastrami. Yeah, da, 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 yeah. Da, da. And then they'd switch to Hot Tamales. <laughs> hot Tamales. Yeah. So, uh. Those candies. Yeah, there's some great foods out there. Yeah, I mean, some of these places, too. I mean, like Banshell is a great example. It's a place where, you know, you get pack full of bunch of people there and but then eventually you get hungry and you got to eat and then there's nowhere to drink and you know that's really a good point 
There should be stacks at least there. Some sort of a stand. I wonder if it's like some kind of city thing where you need a vendor license or some. But, uh, but, uh, that's if you sell it, if you just give it away. Yeah. Or you could have a suggested donation. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's got to be... I mean, after Virginia Ramos, I mean, there's got to be other tamale people out there. I mean, the thing is also, I thought about, you know, doing like tacos or something, but yeah. then everyone wants something different, like a different thing. Oh, I want fish tacos. I want this. I want that. And then at least with the tamale, you know, you could just heat it up. It, that's what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Not frozen, though. Yeah. Never. Never. Uh <laughs> No, when you, f it just, it screws the, the corn part up, Yeah. you know, the doughy thing that are on the meat. And, and the best ones I ever had, had relatively thin crust. They weren't like, you know, eight inches of dough and a, and a quarter inch of meat. Uh, these things were almost like taco shells, that thin, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> and, but, whoa, were they good. And they had, uh, yeah, I remember the it. <laughs> That's how important tamales are to me. I remember this tamale, and it was in. I think we were, we were on the road, and uh, we, and they were selling them like you say. Someone would deliver them, and they delivered them backstage, and they were like thirty of them or something. And I must have had four or five of those things. God, they were so good. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> oh yeah, everyone knows road stories. That's great. Yeah, I I think. Uh, you know, maybe you would have to be kind of low key. You'd have to have like a, like a thing filled with tamales and be like, oh yeah, you want a tamale and just kind of like under the counter kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. So who else is on the list for that um, band shell on June twenty second? You know, uh, I don't know yet. I I don't know that he had he he. Rowan said the six o'clock slot was open. Do you want it? Okay, sure. Is that the first act? When does it get started? Oh, it starts earlier. The huh? second or third. I think they start at five. I mean, yeah, second or third. <clears throat> uh, we won't get to use their lights, but so what? Yeah. It'll. I'm pretty sure it'll still be light. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it'll probably be turning to dusk. We yeah. did this uh, Tiki Desk concert one time. It was right after. So I had a. Cut out there. Oh, was that? Are you? Yeah. Uh, so. There we go. Yeah, so I was doing this Tiki Desk concert, and it was right when the time had changed, just like right now. Yeah. So a month before, I had a jazz quartet over at Tiki Desk, and then the time changed. So then this artist that came through to do a Tiki Desk, it was still light out. But by the end of their set, it was turning to, to dusk. Yeah. And it was so, it was pretty cool. I was like, wow, this is awesome. Like, it started off light, and then it got dark. Yeah. I think that's probably what will happen. Those are, yeah, those are kind of that that change uh, from light to dark. Yeah. So the sunset. I mean, the sun sets at six thirty now. Yeah. So it'll Something be seven thirty like by then. I bet. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. So you got this uh, the spiral galaxies. I wanted everyone out there listening into. Is there one? Is there a particular track? You play something. Uh... Play something funky that's short. Yeah. Play Vulcan love song. Cool. Let's blast it. We got Revolution here, Frank No, Muni Radio FM. 
galaxy, spiral galaxies. Spiral galaxies. It's Revolution Live, Muni Radio FM, sitting back in the box with Frank No. That is a fun track. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one of those deep cuts there. Yeah. I kind of even figure out how that was produced. That was where did you record that? Uh in Kansas City with uh Aaron Connor, who's famous for uh, you know, Dr. Dre and and uh Ed no Sheeran and um Oh, the Bone Thugs and Harmony. That was his first. Bone pick. Thugs. Yeah. Anyway, it was one of those. It, that was just a jam that we did, uh, and it was that was on the from the first album. And what happened was we got in there. We had the studio booked for like eight days. You know, like full on finishing the album, and I brought in the disc. And he went to download it, and within three minutes, fried the whole disc. So we lost all the songs that we were going to put on the first album. <laughs> and we just, this was one of the, we, I said, fuck it, I've got the studio. We're going to come up with something. And this was one of the songs we came up with. And it's sung in Vulcan, by the way. Vulcan? Yeah. With a Klingon accent. I didn't realize that, no. I guess it makes sense. It's Yeah. <laughs> So uh, I just get mad. I mean, the bass in that, I could feel, you know, my whole, everything's rumbling, you know? Yeah, that was like a really, you know, Aaron's really good. I think maybe he can't, we, I remember playing, I played it on the keyboard, but I think he came up with the riff with us just jamming in the studio. Because we, you know, we had like a couple of days where we didn't know what to do. So we were just playing. That's great. Yeah. In Kansas City, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I Kansas that City. Trip. It can't. It, the one thing about Kansas City that is cool is that it's um, it has a real lo 
uh, a large jam uh, community. It's not like San Francisco is cooler because we have the same thing, but it's we all do original stuff that's fucking right on the edge, right? Yeah. And in Kansas City, to me, they just play the same old three-chord riffs all the time. Yeah, I mean, I just, um, I noticed that too, you know, with um, doing a cro that cross-country trip that we did last year. It was, uh, it seemed like everywhere else, everyone was playing covers. Yeah. And like, and it was cool to like, to but, not do covers until you got to San Francisco. <laughs> so... <laughs> It was interesting. I don't know. I mean, Nashville yeah. was was great, and I really enjoyed it. But I mean, it was. I've heard so much Shania Twain that night. I was just, wow, this I feels like it, it's like uh, going on a cruise or something. It, uh, yeah, and and in San Francisco, it's not like that. It's like a different world here. You know, I think we're kind of sheltered from the rest of the world, but who cares? <laughs> Enjoy yeah. it. You know. The golden mean, city. Yeah, it, it is. It's the golden city for <laughs> do whatever the fuck you want, you know? Yeah. Make music. Uh, yeah. I was, I was pretty shocked. There are some little hidden gems there, too, with um, Cincinnati. I went to Cincinnati a couple weeks ago. Maybe it was a month ago, and I was surprised at what a art community they had there. They're pretty pretty left and very not what i was expecting cincinnati uh akron is like that you know there's a uh and a community of all places in las vegas of totally off the strip clubs and people that are, are their parents work in the casinos you know yeah. and uh it's amazing that that's kind of where what's that band fallout boy came from that crowd Las Vegas? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I just, I just actually uh, have a friend who's touring, uh, just started a tour at this band called Spelled Moon out of Las Vegas, and he's getting ready to tour. He's actually on the road right now heading to Bakersfield. Really? At this very moment. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, he's playing in Bakersfield? Yeah, I think there's so. There's a club there? I Gosh, you know what? Is that, I know there's a guitar center. I don't know what much else is down there. In Bakersfield? Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess there is. You're you might right. have, you might have said that he was um, right. passing through Bakersfield. Oh, that's Bakersfield. where that guy, uh, that old country guy, uh, Merle Haggard's from. Wow. Bakersfield. <laughs> There's a lot of wins. There's a lot of winners. Bakersfield. Yeah. yeah. Six six one area code. That's Bakersfield. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, I played there once. Now that I think of it. Some hidden gems there. Yeah, this was back in the day when I, we were, I was doing Top 40, and we came. We were the big band. We came from L.A. with flashy lights and shit. Played <laughs> Bakersfield at some place. Oh, that's really fun. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so we are coming up here on 420. We are going to be taking some calls here. Listen to some cool jazz. Happy 420, everyone out there. Happy Friday. 415-550-0511. 415-550-0511. Be a sustainer here at Muni Radio. Huh? Holler with a dollar.
Some cool jazz to start your 420 Friday. Sitting back in the box here with uh, Neil Nyberg and Frank No. What up? <laughs> How's it going, man? What up? <laughs> Happy Friday. Yeah, we're here. Hey, you get a song about that. Yeah. You get a... Yeah. Yeah. It's happening. It's beautiful. Is, uh, oh, that's interesting. I wonder whose phone that is. It's very loud. Yeah, I know. Was it yours? Yeah. That's hilarious. Well, I thought there was somebody calling us back. That was funny. That's what I thought at first, too. It was Bundles. Bundles. Our keyboard player. You guys... The keyboard, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. They're amazing. Yeah. It did it again. Oh, you yeah. guys are jamming today? <clears throat> uh... Not to, well. Later, from here we're going to the studio, the the wonderful worldwide studios of Neil Nyberg in Berkeley, California. Oh wow! So you guys are going there? Yeah. I wonder yeah. if I should give you guys the keys to my new studio that's right down the street. Did you have all your gear on you? Ah, uh, I know. Yeah, I want to see your studio sometime. It's down the street, huh? Yeah, I got a uh, wow. Lud or Ludwig uh, drum kit. Yeah, um, not sure. Did you just wow. buy that? That's your kit. Yeah, it's my wow. kit. Yeah, it's like this um, nice. this sparkly like reddish pink color that Aww. I just had instantly fell for it when I saw it. Uh, and um, yeah, it's a uh, was it a uh, Justin from a uh, Spelled Moon? He's a uh, going on tour right now we're just talking about that and so i took over his space in this studio turns out later on that zeke is actually in there too with uh with tommy p and the harlow monkeys oh harlow's monkeys <laughs> really yes. oh, cool. yeah it turned out that that they just happen to be in the same space oh yeah they share the time there yeah yeah, yeah. so you know it's pretty bard accessible and um, they got a nice vending machine there with anything you'd ever need. Oh, that's ah. important. Because <laughs> you got the munchies. Something yeah. like that, or the drunchkeys, yeah. Or the drunch, the drunchies, yeah. <laughs> that's great. I think right now it's 428. People are starting to feel the munchies right now. Did you guys just take a bong rip? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? We can. <laughs> um, it's sitting right there. We also have a, a sal or salad that hasn't been tossed yet. Mm. Um, that's sitting out there that we could get that going. There's some ice cream, some uh, coffee mm. too, if coffee. you're in the mood for that. Oh yeah, coffee would be great. Coffee, yeah. Good. I think you do that. I'm thinking. I don't know. I'm thinking of so many tracks. I think that Happy Friday track might be fun to play. Oh yeah, yeah. You have it. It's on Spotify. Yeah, oh, I can cool. look that up here. And um, where's the next show? Where are you guys playing next? Which band? Gosh, I know. I I don't know. We're, I guess whichever Tomorrow band. Is oh, really? The, yeah. At the uh, over on the street. The there's, outer sunset mercantile. Oh, is that on Saturday? That's tomorrow. Well, that's um Sunday. 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 Oh, right. I, yeah. Today's Friday. I forgot. Today is Friday. Dun, dun, dun. It's Happy a Friday, Friday. night. Yeah. And I feel alright. Alright, so this is a, a a Friday song, which makes sense to play out here on a Friday. Coming back at you. 
Happy Friday in the airwaves, sitting back in the box with a freshly tossed salad and some um, blackberry bubble, bubbly. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Well, thanks for playing that song. Yeah, that was good. I felt like it was appropriate. I mean, it's only Friday once a week. Yeah. That's our song. Happy Friday. Yeah. Have a one in seven chance of getting it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? So, you guys know that Cure song? Um, uh, I Thursday, I don't care about oh, you. Yeah. It's Friday. Friday. Yeah. That's the only other Friday song I could ever think of. Oh, or, yeah. Yeah, but that's the only other Friday song. Like, of course, I know a lot of Cure songs, but that oh, was the yeah. only... I can't think of... Oh, yeah, Montel Jordan's... Um, it's a Friday night, and I'm feeling all right. Uh, Up to the west side. Mm, Can you yeah, imagine making like a revolution version of that song? There's more Saturday songs, I think. Mm. Like Pink's Saturday, Saturday Night? Yeah. Yeah. Saturday, oh. Saturday Night Fever. Oh no, that was a movie. Saturday, 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 Saturday Night. <laughs> right. Yeah, not for many Sundays. There is a Tuesday one. I forget what the Tuesday song mm. is. Ah, there is a Tuesday. Wait, is it Tuesday Night or some some kind of rock and roll band? I, I, I think there's a song that goes through every day. I can't remember what it was. Something about you know Mondays, blah blah. There's oh, been Monday is, songs. That is Cure. Cure does that. They the, they do. Sunday, I don't care about you. I forget. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Friday, I'm in love is the only yeah. part that I remember. Yeah. <laughs> Break my uh, Sunday, home. bloody Sunday. You too. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's going for the dark Sunday side. Morning. Yeah. <laughs> but wasn't there a monkey song about the day of the week? Yeah. Uh, monkey, you know song. Neil and I played in a, a monkey's tribute band. At really, your place? Yeah, we only did two gigs, right? Oh yeah, at your place <laughs> and in Wisconsin. I'm trying to remember what day was that? Was that the kombucha fest? It was, was the the last thing you did before COVID. The, the open mic where Jason Young oh, yeah, that's right. Featured, yeah. That was right. Yeah, I think we only uh, played you... one song, maybe two songs. Play a whole set. Most of them, yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. Was, was God. That was the last thing. That was the last It was one. the last thing before quarantine. Yeah, we did that leap year thing yeah. with um, yeah. Dream Beamer. And, and I remember, yeah, that next show, and that was leap year, uh, but that next show, I remember, okay, I'm going to bring the bands inside, because I did bring the bands inside the time before, yeah. because it was way too cold. But then I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll set up the stage on the other side. And that's when Jason did a set, a full set there. Yeah. And I remember, yeah, because what's cool about it, that is you could see the band or you see the performer. But the problem is, is when somebody walks in through the door, then you could see the person walking by the stage and it kind of, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I remember I, can, I um, put together that stage like moments before I got a couple of pallets and wrapped it in like this uh, this really nice rug that I found outside that reeked of yeah, vinegar. Yeah, it turned out good. 
Maybe it's not the only one that thought it smelled bad. I don't know. Oh, I didn't notice. You did? Okay. I don't know. It was just like, <laughs> no, oh, shit. I'm like, I don't know. It just looked like a perfectly nice rug that was just rolled up outside and looked brand new. <laughs> just like, oh, um, yeah, so this last Tiki Desk uh, that we did, uh, Derek Ted um, was there along with... Um, Acid drop. Oh, yeah. Cough drop acid. Cough drop acid. Ah. Now, it's not not a fun name. <laughs> <laughs> so they had um, come by and played, and we set it up the same way, um, like we did for Leap Year. There's something about the flow of it, mm. especially now. But anyways, yeah, I know that you guys have both had played that night. Uh, it was the Ugly Sweater Party, or Ugly Sweater themed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody called oh, the cops. Yeah, oh, it was great. Yeah, they, oh yeah, last this past December. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I remember that, and my godmother showed up out of nowhere. Oh, I had no idea. Oh, wow! Wow! That's cool. They were the ones sitting at the front. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They thought Pam was the funniest. Oh. Yeah. They. They. Pam is pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, let us know where she's playing next, or doing a set next. Yeah. And so I remember that too because you guys had driven out, driven out from Tracy. Yeah, yeah. And I remember thinking, the, like, the, from the Valley of the Great Apes. <laughs> yeah. So everyone got to go, but that open mic, there were so many people that were there that I remember it was like ten thirty. I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, oh no. I'm like, I can't really go on much later than this. But what I'm gonna, I'm not can't cut their set short. They drove out here from freaking Tracy. And so I told everyone. Luckily, I told everyone, and um. Yeah, I mean, my neighbors don't give a rat's uh, ass. I mean, look, they do. That's so cool. I, can't I actually that. think they do. They care. I think they, they, they say every time. Even that night, it went on until like eleven thirty. The music. I think you yeah. guys played until eleven thirty. And David was playing drums. <laughs> he doesn't play. Yeah, quiet. the guy yeah. from um, Devo. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Anybody who knows Devo? Yeah, it's the Whippet song. Da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, he was at. We were just recording with him last night. Really? Yeah, he drove up here to do this. Was session. it in Berkeley? No, in uh, in Tracy. Oh, okay. At, at my studio at the shop there. Damn, I wonder if I want to have. Or I wonder if I could talk him into playing some drones for me. Oh sure. Well, he's for studio, you know. We're all homies. Yeah. <laughs> He'll do it. He's coming up again. Uh, we got a couple more songs we have to finish. Um, yeah, but we tracked uh, a Mazzy Star song, like an emo girl song. I didn't like it at first, <laughs> All right? But then uh, now that I've gotten to, I think it's a pretty cool song. Was that the most recent one? Uh, it's no. This is like back in the day. Um, what was the name? Uh, Fade into you. Fade into you. Fade in you. Fade into you. Oh my gosh, there was one that you were playing on that rooftop. I remember it was an outer body experience. I mean, I guess that's what it was. I mean, and seeing you guys play on that rooftop, that's something that you said, it sounded like you said candy gram. Oh yeah, yeah. that's a space age candy gram. Oh my God, that's I remember thinking like, holy shit, that's freaking <laughs> awesome. That's Spiral yeah. Galaxies. Yeah. That's it. Candy gram. Yeah, space age candy gram. Sending out a diagram. <laughs> yeah. I like to. Uh, we come from bring, Proxima B. Yeah. 
bring your biomorphic heads to our oxygen-fed homestead. It's about singing from the point of view of an alien, right? Yeah. What is the name of that song? Spiral Galaxies. Oh, no way. So that is that. Okay. That's that song, yeah. I really like that song a lot. I do like all of them. But I'm thinking since we're talking about it, maybe we should blast it, huh? Why not? Yeah. Why not? Give it a whirl. Give it a little little blast. Blasting McBlasterson. It's so funny. So there's a song that is spelled similar to Nalamora that came up. (laughs) (laughs) Nakamura or something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you saw that. Yeah. Yeah, you've heard that. It comes up when I put in Nalamora sometimes. It's pretty funny. Spiral Galaxies.
That is Spiral Galaxy by Revolution, sitting back in the box here with Frank and Neil, both in the band and in some many projects. And uh, they are playing at the Sunset Merch this Sunday. you know what your time slot is? Yeah, it's early. Um, 11 in the morning till 1 in the afternoon. Yeah, I mean, come come on out to the... Uh, that's 37th and Pacheco. There's nothing more organic than going out and getting some fresh produce and listening to some local tunes. Yeah, and, and we will some guarantee things. to be awake by 1215. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a fun stage. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's a good atmosphere. Yeah, it's like it's like the uh you know, if you think of the worst gigs where it's a you know, shitty bar owner and nobody likes you and that's like the total opposite of that. It's just so much fun. It's hard to describe, you know, because uh, people are just walking by and, you know, they they didn't come to hear music, but they walk by and they hear it. And you can see every one of them for all the acts like, you know, you can see them start to do a little thing, even if they just walk by. A lot of them will sit there and listen. It's really cool. Yeah, I think, you know, what? because the farmer's market starts at nine o'clock, it's like. I think people are pretty sober for the most part, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless right. they really got a they problem. They like it even when they're sober. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, they might have had a couple of joints, smoked two joints in the morning, but. You know. <laughs> that's Other great. That, you know, that's yeah. interesting that you said that. Um, you know, Bradley from Sublime actually OD'd oh, yeah. blocks away from that place. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. It's true. Oh, man. But, I mean, did he cover that? Was that a Bob Marley cover? Uh, which song? It seems like the uh, oh, two, joints. two joints. Yeah, um, that was not a Bob Marley cover. That's that an original. Was, was a cover though. Um, I forgot who the original artist was. It seems like it's it's an old reggae song. I think. Really? I smoke two joints in the like afternoon. A, yeah, I smoke two joints in the morning. Yeah, I, t- I heard those version. white guys doing it the first time. Yeah, so I heard Sublime's version first, but um, yeah, that I think that's the one I heard too. Yeah, I didn't even know that until just like a year ago that Bradley from Sublime passed away just a couple miles from here. Yeah, it was it was really close to the Honey Hive. You know that venue? Yeah. Oh yeah, it was close yeah. to the Honey Hive. Have you been to a show there? I mean, it's right next to yeah. Riptide too. Now Neil there. Lamar oh, played yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, we played like at the Honey twice, Hive. Maybe? Um, well, Nalamora played there, and then uh, No Parking oh, right, played no, there, yeah. which is Corey Harlan's band. Yeah, Corey Harlan. Yeah. I wonder what he's doing right now. I just talked to him uh, yesterday. He's in Boston. He's He wants to come back out here, um, but he doesn't have any immediate plans to yet. I wonder how Boston is. I mean, Harvard. Yeah, That's what I think Boston. Berkeley I think School Harvard. of Music there and all these universities. Um, uh, there's a place called uh, the Cantab Lounge. I think it's what's Cantab. That? Yeah, the Cantab. It's a like a dive bar right in the middle of the, these very fancy restaurants, and uh, it's sort of claim to fame as that um, Ben Affleck's father was a bartender there for quite a while. Oh. And and they have. I used to. T- I have. I have business in there, so I. Been to Boston, you know, several 
dozen times, I guess. And I plan all my trips around Monday and Tuesday night open mics at the Cantat because mm. it's it's the closest thing to the Utah that I've seen outside of San Francisco. Mm. Uh, but and the guy that runs this, he's really a character. <laughs> <laughs> There's a list there, and he'll just pick names. And if he likes you, he puts you up there. And, uh, and he, he's a musician too. What the heck is that guy's name? He was he was really clever. But it's a dive bar. I mean, really cheap booze and stuff during the day. It's just derelicts there, which is kind of cool. Well, what time? What time they open? At the Cantab? Yeah. I somebody told me it didn't make it through COVID. Really? Yeah. Well, okay, so where is this again? It's in Cambridge? It's on Massachusetts, in Cambridge, on Cambridge, Massachusetts okay. Avenue. In Boston. In Boston, yeah. Yeah. There is a can tap in Casher Valley, too. That's what tripped me out. Mm. Where was the same owner? Is that a bar? I doubt it. I highly doubt it. Yeah. It is a bar. Yeah, it's a lounge. I was going to actually, there was a quartet that played there just last night. I was tempted to go, and then I was like, oh, maybe I should go to sleep. Things are really revving Can't up right now. Can't have lounge, yeah. 738 Massachusetts Avenue, Cambridge. All those Boston listeners out there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We'll I mean, see you there. Yeah, I don't know. Even if it's not there, we'll see you there. It's just an imaginary place at this point. It's just kind of like there was this um, place in Soma called Brainwash. I never heard of it. It was basically... Uh, it was a laundromat cafe. Yeah, yeah, I went there once. Yeah. I wish that I, I think I drove by at one time. And so I just have heard so many different stories. I thought it would always be there. So I just like, oh, I'll go there. And, you know, and then I, they closed down and I was like, oh, shit. Well, you know, this guy, Tony Sparks, he used to host it. I think that's Clyde always got connected with some people there. And that's how it Clyde knows some people. And Clyde always is hosting an open mic later tonight as well, by the way. That's, uh, oh, the International. The International back, Cafe right? Open Mic is back. So that's happening. Um, and then, hey, and then um, there's Sarah. She's coming through at a tiki desk. Her little duo, the Honeys, with Carly Mari. It's going to be really great. And the accordion guy. Anyways, I love it when people pop in. That's fun. Wow. Yeah, so um, also, in addition... Um, to the lost my train of thought. Uh, you're talking about Tiki Desk next Saturday at your Oh, place. yeah, Tiki Desk next Saturday. Yeah, and then, um, damn, there was something. Oh, Clyde Always, Brainwash. Oh. Yeah, so we got Tiki Desk next Saturday. We got No Country here in the box. I guess you guys are No Country too. You guys are everything. You're now yeah, more, yeah, your revolution. More. Depends on what day it is. And I feel like that could be all in one <laughs> sentence. No Country. <laughs> Yeah. Revolution. No country, Nalamora revolution. Yeah, there we go. Because yeah. it'd just be a big thing, you know? Even a bunch of it fireworks seems like go we're off missing at the end. Someone. <laughs> Did we forget a band? Striker? <laughs> Striker, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. are we going to tie that back? I know that Striker and you are a big part of hosting that uh, birthday thing at uh, the lake. That was really yeah, fun. We'll have to. Great. But I, I want to tell you so the brainwash, so that. It was a laundromat cafe where they would do 
stand-up, and it was just a one-minute thing. You basically just get off as many one-liners as you can. So you got people doing their laundry. You got somebody taking a bite of a burger, and as they're sinking their teeth into the burger, somebody cracks a nasty joke. Yeah. There's all these things like just can't imagine uh, what that would have been like, and being able to recreate that. It'd be like the CBGBs of... And it comedy. was like two hallways, right? And one you, oh, at the back of it was the comedy, and then it was open to the laundromat. So people are doing their laundry over here, and the guy is over here cracking jokes. It was really cool. I mean, it was. And so this, I remember this guy was really funny. The guy that I saw there, I, and I just happened to stop in for like ten minutes or something. And he starts going through the crowd. He goes, ah, there's a guy who thinks he's a tough guy. Oh, she thinks she's pretty hot stuff. And he comes to me and he goes, there's the guy who thinks he's invisible, but we don't notice him. Because <laughs> I was sitting there like this. Oh, leave me alone. Oh, my. It was, it was, this guy was clever. <laughs> wow. That's really funny. Yeah. So that's my brainwash story. Um, I don't have one. I'm so sad about it. I wish I... I just hearing about it, it's like it become part of my imagination, which let's just start a brainwash too. I was thinking about it. I don't know. I mean, so Tony Sparks, this guy does this funny crowd work. He's like the best crowd work. I don't know. Maybe Pam would disagree. You got a space. He's here, such I a mean. great. I don't know. Yeah, he's a good. I think he's a good crowd worker. Maybe it is. What it is is, um, yeah, he's great. I'm trying to think of anybody else that works. He's basically doesn't have any jokes. He just works the crowd. <laughs> Really? <laughs> and it's so funny. There was one time, I remember the first time I seen him. He does have jokes. By the way, I was joking. That he does, yeah. Um, so I saw him. He was hosting this thing at REI, or it was like some sort of sports basement thing on this uh, Bryant, right next, you know, uh, Bryant and 16th, kind of right there, mm-hmm. right next to where that Safeway is. And there's a Ross, Jamba Juice. Yeah. So I, uh, I went there and it was just some kind of underground thing they were doing and they had like wine or whatever at the bottom of the basement and this guy, you know, one of the comedians, he's standing in the back, I forget it was, Anthony Medina or someone, he's like, hey, yeah, you're that guy in the back, you know, he said something about him looking like a wet vampire or something and I just look back and I'm like, holy shit, he kind of does. He did at the time. I was like, how do you even come up with that? I mean, it's super improvised. Um... Yeah, I think it'd be. I feel like that. That's fun. I combine, you know, music and and comedy. So this this should be more of that. I mean, there that is um, happening next weekend. Um, The fame, and then also that tiki desk. So that'll be fun. We got Denise Lee. Um, Wow, am I am I really going that blank right now? I got Jack Ferguson, who I met through. Um. International open mic. It's pretty funny. Pretty funny how I met him. Because he bombed hard. It was so bad. It might have been his first ever. It was... And I... I, I, I remember the, the person he's with, the girl he was with, was like, let's get the fuck out of here. You've, like, he totally... Everybody hates you. Uh, I forget. I mean, like, it just didn't go his direction. He was trying to work the audience, and it didn't work. That I actually think it's harder to work the audience, you know, to really get the audience into, really into it and get him in. There was one time, actually, um, it wasn't 
too long ago. I was with a friend. We went to this comedy show, and um, this guy started working the audience. And I think, you know, I forget what I said, but it was totally improvised. And I think somebody thought I was one of the comedians or something. Where is this tiki desk? Yes. So um, Rachel Pinson, uh, Denise Lee, and Jack Ferguson are going to be the comedians that night. Then we have... Uh, the accordion guy, the honeys, and Carly Mari. So somewhere in that, it's going to be like a, a musical comedy sandwich, uh, like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Carly Mari performing with her band or with a we- band, yes. Um, so I wasn't. I don't think it was confirmed until just a couple days ago when she asked if she could play a drum set. And you know, after the guy from. Devo uh, came over and played at 11.30 at night and I didn't get the cops calling me. I think I'm probably good. Uh, you know, so. But yeah, I think Carly Mara will be fine. Pretty ambient. Yeah. I love Carly. I played in her band for a year. Was it the Carly Mari band? Mm-hmm. It's cool. Just Carly Mari. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? So I met actually Carly... At Bizarre Cafe. Cool, yeah. Did you meet her at Utah? I met her at either Utah. Utah. Yeah. Bizarre. Gosh. Yeah, I mean that that is a great, great spot for so many reasons. I mean the the bref, the breakfast biscuits there I just my mouth is watering mm. right now thinking about it. It's they're so good. Mm. I always like to, you know, have a cocktail of different hot sauces that I put on it. Mm. <laughs> um Oscar knows, yeah. I, so I just basically go in and order a fishless tall boy. <laughs> so they call, and so the new people that work there, they're like, "What?" And so basically, what it is is I just get everything but the fish, <laughs> everything on it. Um, yeah. So, and then the open mics on Thursday there. That's that's great. It is a little bit of a hike for me in Bernal Heights. It is so. It's worth it, though. I mean, if um, oh, yeah, it's so intimate. Yeah, and yeah, that's a, that's a really uh, fun one. So I wanted to play a track for everyone uh, out there listening here. I was thinking about switching up. I mean, because you guys are in, you know, the the no country Nalamora no. revolution. Yeah. Bands. No Um, country, no parking. Yeah, no parking. Oh, that's right. Free parking sounds great. It seems like we filled in for somebody else too. Yeah, that's really great. I um, I'm. I'm, What are you thinking? Are you thinking? What song should we play? Should we play something? I mean, anything with a witch on it. I just want to see what's up. You know. Maybe you're not in the witch mood. Oh, the witch! Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you want to? <laughs> sure. Yeah, we're uh, this. Uh, this is a Nalamora song, Future Witch. Flashing her intelligence 
That is Nalamora, Future Witch, here in the box with some um, salad and some blackberry bubbly. Getting geared up for the comedy battle here at 6 o'clock. Got some, some more fresh tunes that we're going to play for you here. Um, we are just talking about the recording of that Future Witch song. That is a... Uh, that's a fun one. I mean, where did you where did you guys record it? Uh, in my apartment in Berkeley. That's great. And, uh, the drums are perfect. Uh, well three done. Years ago, too. Yeah. And the mix, it, yeah. Yeah, Corey Harlan did uh, produce that and recorded it in uh, 2019. But I recorded the first rough demo of it ever. At JW's place. Oh, that's right. That was that was not something I would. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I mean, like, I feel like a baker needs to just worry about making bread. And when you're the artist, and when you're the person that is playing, you know, whatever instrument or singing, you should just think about doing that instead of the little earpiece falling out of your ear mm. while you're trying to. You know what I mean? Like, it was just my home setup. Yeah, I'm able to put whatever's up there online. But I'm not like, you know, Capitol Records or I'm far from that. That's a way overstay. I feel like I'm not even I'm pretty lo fi, I feel like. But this this is well done. I mean, those the way that he programmed those drums, it sounds sounds great. Yeah. Well really live, you know. Like, you know, it's in and the the tones and like the bass drum and that snare oh, yeah. that's fucking awesome. Yeah, he, yeah, multi-talented. Yeah, Corey's a, he's a whiz. I'd run into him uh, busking on the street. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There was, um, <clears throat> there's definitely some times where I've crossed paths with him with a guitar on yeah. the same street. It was before I knew him. Oh. Um, oh. On Valencia. Yeah. That's the place to do it. I haven't seen anyone do that in a while, actually, though. Mm. Actually, I mean, unless you count that radio place on Valencia, that's the 22nd. What's that radio mm. place? Who played there? I think Jason had played there and we were there. You were there too. I oh, forget the name. It's some kind of Cabana Radio. Cabana Radio or something. I don't know. Yeah. Radio Cabana. Radio Cabana. 22nd in uh, Valencia. Yeah. That, was, that was cool. Yeah, Breakfast did a variety show there few times I think yeah they also did one in front of the church key in North Beach which was nuts you know the, the playing over there there's even more foot traffic at least the night that we were there in North Beach and at one point the whole freaking street was stopped and listing it was pretty oh. cool um, you know kind of tucked away on Grant 
in green right there. Oh yeah, yeah. There surprisingly, there was just that night. There just you were there that night. Were you guys there that night too? I forget he was there, uh, but it was. There is a place I feel like if it's orchestrated right, if you got enough people that are just walking by. Mm. No pun intended to that person. <laughs> but um, if you just were in a place where there's a bunch of foot traffic that, I don't know, I was talking yeah. to somebody the other day. It's like, I feel like I'd rather 30 people at my show or 30 people come to my show and give me a dollar than have yeah. three people pay 10 bucks. Mm, to, yeah, you know, right. three people versus 30 people, you know, I, yeah. and I feel like, that's maybe that kind of concept is that you know you could you could be somewhere and playing on the street that you know even the band show i was shocked that there wasn't more people there i mean that was an epic show i mean and but there's not there doesn't seem to be as much foot traffic there hmm. than on you know uh grand green or oh. valencia you know what gotcha you know what? you think there would be more traffic depends on, on maybe the time of year too and the time of day yeah Spring and summer and fall be more than like say November and January and yeah, Sixteenth and Valencia used to be the place to do it. Yeah, that was the place. Yeah, I bussed there a lot. Sixteenth <laughs> and Valencia. Oh, yeah, we had band practice on Sixteenth and Valencia a couple times. Ah, <laughs> busking. <laughs> That's the best. I love those. Remember, we used to do that on, uh, by on Hate Street. Yeah, yeah. The, the tourists had come by in the bus, and it'd be taking yeah. pictures. That's great. Yeah, like a block down from. Um, uh, it sounds like it could make a great milk meme. bar. <laughs> yeah, where that little it used to be an old photo. Uh, I photo do remember place. that. It's like a mushroom painted as a mushroom. Yeah. I remember that. I think I do. Did you took pictures of this, right? Yeah. I think I saw that. That's right. Yeah, we had that was, pictures. Of, that was like three years ago. I think shortly after that, they turned that wall into, um, can you hear this wall? Oh, yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. It's right next to Milk Bar. But I think you guys, you were right next to Cha 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 and the Hate. It was right next to that. I'm pretty sure I saw the pictures. Yeah, Hate is a trip. Yeah. I mean, the Hate is just a yeah. fucking trip. Yeah, and so that place, Zamzams, that was founded by somebody, you know, that was a, you know, a martini enthusiast, which I didn't even know that. But that's a trip. Have you been to Zamzam? That's the bar on the other side of the street? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't actually been in there. Yeah. It's pretty fun. I like yeah. the name, though. Sounds magical. <laughs> Zam, zam. Yeah. It is very magical. <laughs> Believe me, I, I, it's, um, it's great. I mean, there's a lot of colors. There's lots of, the lighting there is really great. And so, um, yeah, I wanted to play another Revolution track for everyone, uh, listening in. And yeah, come in and be a sustainer here at Mutiny Radio. Holler with a dollar here. Um, it's on our link tree. You can find us, uh, or be a, a sustainer. So anything helps. We're hanging on by a shoestring here. So anything you got, you know. <laughs> shoestrings. <Some> yeah. Shoestrings. <laughs> shoestring. <laughs> Need more shoestrings. Hey, shoestrings. Yeah. 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 So this uh this is Z TMB ninety three. Eh? Uh, so that this song is uh I, I want to preface it by this is not your average uh, revolution song. It's supposed to be spooky, 
and it's about blood and guts and stuff, and it's for a horror movie. That's why it was written. And there's a 93, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Doing it. It was still unreleased, right? Yeah, it's not It's unreleased. Yeah. Okay. It is unreleased. Only here, folks. (laughs) World premiere. Okay. All right. So. Favorite revolution songs, too. Yeah. It's going to be great when it. Yeah. So, um. There it goes. Yeah. Shalock Lock. And getting geared up for the comedy battle here at 6 o'clock. Got a couple more tracks for you. Got Neil Nyberg and Frank No in the, the, the building here. And, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's, um. It actually is pretty nice out there right now. I have to say. It looks like we're going to have to play another track. Because uh, yeah, it's not working. All right. All right. So, we'll guess we'll go back to the Spiral Galaxy. Play another one. I'll, I'll figure this out. Doobie-doo-doo. Doobie-doo. Oh, uh, uh, how about electric? Electric. Electric. Cool. Revolution here. We need radio.
So that uh, that last little vocal at the end was that your keyboardist? Yeah, yeah, and the the sax player is Scott Page, uh, the sax player from Pink Floyd. Yeah, seriously, that's yeah. great. Yeah, he's really really good. That's really real funny. passionate guy too. That's cool. I could tell. Yeah, there was a lot of spirit in that yeah. that brass. I could feel it. I could feel it through the yeah. airwaves. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. giving it all yeah, they got. That's right. Yeah. So I know. Um, you know, we're getting geared up for this comedy battle after uh, the show, which I'm excited. You guys are playing that show with No Country at the uh, Sunset uh, Merchantile. That's on 37th and Pacheco. Um, Nala Morris playing. Nala Morris playing uh, on the 15th of April. So that's like in about three weeks uh, at Winter's Tavern in Pacifica. Oh, cool. That is a Friday night. Hell yes. Hey, I think I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Sounds good. I think I'll go to that show. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> might as well. You know, if you're going to be playing there, you might as well go. <laughs> <You know>? That's <laughs> right. That's what's funny about it. You know, like some of these, some of these house shows, I feel like, especially with, with the Tiki Task and doing that, I feel like I'm kind of maxed out at 40 people, including the band members. <laughs> yeah. Like the band yeah. members count as people. Yeah. The Halloween know? show you had last October was one of the biggest ones I've seen. That was that was really that was um, rockin'. packed. Rocking. The Scary Scary Band. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that stage thing. So I was so used to the sa- I think it was just more about safety. At that point, it made sense that, eh, but then, you, I mean, like, safety's important. But then I tried to, I was thinking about putting a stage on the roof and then I was like, eh, you know, it's all right. You know, I mean, because the, the ledge is like comes up to your, you know, chest of your. On, yeah, on the floor, right? If you lift that up. <laughs> yeah. Think, yeah. You know, <laughs> you know musicians are never drunk or anything like that. <laughs> so they would never fall off. It'd be hard to, the way that it is. For people, the people yeah. you'd have to really try to jump yeah. off. But if you know, if there was a stage, and that would just make it a little bit easier yeah. to fall. Off. So, <laughs> I mean, it's like you're already on a roof. Do you need more of a stage? Instead of falling off stage, you just fall off the roof. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Safety first. Yeah. I don't want to. Well, it is only ten feet up. So. Yeah. Falling out of a skyscraper. Yeah. Um. There was that kombucha fest that we did. I don't know if you guys were there for that, but uh, I wasn't there it was very one. something I'll never forget. Uh, it was Jennifer Dronsky. You know Jennifer Dronsky? I think I met her at Hotel Utah too. So she's the comedian, one of the comedians. I've probably um, seen her around. She's the one that has the joke, and I'm giving Jennifer Dronsky credit for this joke that I'm about to say. She says that she has dyslexia. And when she's sexting, it, it comes, it's really bad because there's a lot of, a big difference between I fucking love you and I want to fuck you <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. I was like hilarious. I'm just thinking like, yeah, that's really funny. But anyone's ever, yeah. So you don't know that joke? Really? Damn it. Well, I'm trying to remember some other jokes. Yeah. She, oh, yeah. So she was there and it was a kombucha fest and during her set, the fence that I had on the roof, because I had the people on the roof, it had blown off the side. Oh, yeah. And there was this huge crash. 
and it was so far freaking scary man i'm just like you know nobody was up there and, and nobody fell off but it was just like that fence there was a solid fence that i had up there that i still don't know how it fell down it was but after that i'm just like fuck that i feel like the deck is good enough you know to have somebody on the roof yeah especially well during the daytime is one thing but at nighttime yeah where people can't really see yeah but i don't want to turn into a ghost ship or anything because i mean having people on your roof is far more of a risk than having people in a warehouse somewhere you know like but yeah it is it's only 10 feet though yeah, that's true. Yeah, I know. I'm just kidding. I'm not trying Mattresses to be it down or anything. Everything's <laughs> solely good. Um, a bunch of trampolines. <laughs> trampolines down around the place. right back up. <laughs> yeah. So that is one of the things that I ran into before, you know, with this trampoline thing because uh, somebody was talking about my deck, you know, and, and then I was just like, when I was talking about. Large wooden deck getting a, a trampoline on the roof deck mm. and then somebody was talking about going and bouncing on my my <laughs> bouncing on your deck, deck. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like this entendre that like never ended deck. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> come over and bounce on my deck what <laughs> It's like, it's already enough as it is to just say deck. I remember actually even a friend in San Luis Obispo went to school with, I wonder if they're listening in. Yeah, that was a joke. It was a, it was code name for dick was saying deck because it sounds the same. And then um, uh, focus, you know, like those Ford focuses. Oh, yeah. They call them fuckasses or fuck asses. <laughs> something, I don't know. I um. I'll never be a comedian. If I was a comedian, actually, I just said that word usually when you say that. Uh, mm. But um, yeah, I think it would ruin my underground um, musical career if be I a became comedian. a comedian. <laughs> do you think? Well, I mean, you could do anything you want, really. So you could be a funny underground person. Yeah. Yeah, I think the, the, we all kind of are like that, right? We're not. Yeah, we're, you know. It, it's, we're all kind of happy that I see it's sort of like this community of musicians in yeah. California, San Francisco. Anyway. Yeah, we do have a solid community here. Yeah. And um, I wanted to wind it down here with one last track. And um, yeah, this is unheard anywhere. This is it.
thank you all for tuning in to the JW Mega Wake Show. Wow, it's good to have you guys. Thank you so yeah. much for having us. I see you on Sunday, yeah. huh? 11 o'clock. Yeah. And at your place. And, uh, and uh, Sunset Merchantile. Right, 11 o'clock. And at the Tiki Desk next oh, yeah. Saturday. Next Saturday, Tiki Desk. It is going to be a comedy musical sandwich. Tiki Desk Sandwich. Denise Lee, Jack Ferguson, Rachel Pinson, Carly Mari, The Honeys, and The Accordion Guy. And more shows coming up at the band sale this year in Golden Gate Park. Yeah. That Do you know who's playing there next? Poppin'. I feel like um, I should know. It's Wednesdays and Fridays. Or Wednesdays, right? Great. And, the, and the Hotel Utah's back. Yay. The Hotel Utah on Mondays. Gotta get Brendan in here. That's great. Yeah. Be a sustainer here at Muni Radio. Holler with a dollar. We're everywhere. Muni Radio. There's only one Muni Radio in the Mission District here right now. 21st in Florida. Thank you all for tuning in. And uh, Sunk Lightning. That is my Candyman theme. And you guys have a good weekend.
Three. 
will gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutiny radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> International banking, diplomatic cables, nuclear missile launch codes all rely on unbreakable encryption. What if these codes were no longer secure? That nightmare scenario seems to be a reality. A shadowy underworld syndicate is auctioning off access to the world's encrypted secrets. The only plausible explanation for this ability? Someone has achieved the holy grail of code-breaking quantum computing. Veteran CIA agent John Clooney must track down the perpetrators and retrieve this technology for the U.S. government, and it's personal, as the Enigma brokers have already cost the lives of his fellow agents, perhaps including his partner. John Wessex's The Enigma Brokers is the first book of the John Clooney thrillers. Get it on Amazon. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! 4.99. I was just leaving the theater. Convertible. 1969 gold Cadillac with the white interior. Oh, okay. And I started to do some thinking. Around in it on the freeway, and I'm having a really, really good time. Flat black glass. Smoking big splits and cruising. Saturday, noon to two. On the freeway. Good feeling. And I will cut the shit. Henry! Yeah. Charlie here. Yeah. I have a report here, Henry, from your uh, from your chief nurse, Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. As J. 
John Clooney's friend and ally become a dangerous enemy? Private investigator Anton Gruber has been CIA agent John Clooney's trusted aide. Clooney may have questioned Gruber's taste in cuisine, but never his loyalty, until Gruber double-crossed him. Escaping with his life, Clooney is sidelined while his superior attempts to discover how Gruber was compromised. The investigation delves into Gruber's astonishing past, from his unpleasant days as an East German border guard to life as a narcotics agent, from his time in the tango clubs of Buenos Aires to a trip up the Amazon in search of Nazi gold. John Wessex's The Prague Deception is the third book of the John Clooney thrillers. Get it on Amazon. Hey, Mutineer Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we gotta serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz, Latin, gospel, hip-hop, and traditional folk ballads. Great stuff. Check it out. Labor and Love is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Serve somebody. Meals on Wheels is dedicated to fostering independent living for San Francisco seniors by providing hot, nutritious meals delivered to their homes. They're committed to fostering independent living for as long as possible. For more information, please call Meals on Wheels at 415-920-1111. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. Are you looking for local handcrafted leather goods? Look no further than Skin on Skins, a local mission a leather working shop. All original pieces handcrafted for you. Jackets, belts, purses, jewelry, everything made out of leather. You need your bicycle seat fixed? You want it in cool leather? Under can do it. You have a motorcycle that you want to fit out with side bags and cool stuff, talk to Under. Go to skinonskins.com. That's S-K-I-N-O-N-S-K-I-N-S.com. You just went to Folsom Street Fair and you Because my fur's not pretty and curly like the other monsters and they won't like me. And I'm crying because my suit's not pressed and my shirt has so many holes and looks like Swiss cheese and everybody will laugh at me. And I'm crying because I don't have a single nickel to go to a monster movie with monster friends and they'll go without me. And we got no nickel either. Hey, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't don't get so down on yourselves. Don't you know that what a person is really like has nothing to do with, well, how he looks or dresses? Now, if you three would just start thinking about how wonderful and lovable you are, everyone would begin to see you in a whole new light. Don't you know you're beautiful? Don't you know you're smart? 
you know the very sight is enough to light every corner of my heart don't you know that you're all the things you dream you ought to be when beautiful is how you think that's what i see doesn't matter if your suit's not pressed or you don't have a brand new dress or you can't find a nickel in the pocket of your favorite jeans makes no difference if you're rich or poor those things don't matter anymore it's how you think how you live who you love that's all life means don't you know you're beautiful don't you know you're smart don't you know the very sight is enough to light every corner of my heart don't you know that you're all the things you dream you ought to be when beautiful is how you think that's what i see that's what i see that's what I see. And I see you look beautiful today. Oh, gee, thanks. A pilot or, or a forest ranger? Or... I sure do, Gordon. I mean, like, wouldn't it be fun to be a submarine captain or a scientist or a disc jockey? Yeah, but you know, whenever I get to thinking it'd be nicer to be somebody else. I sure do, Gordon. I mean, like, wouldn't it be fun to be a submarine captain or a scientist or a disc jockey? Yeah, but you know, whenever I get to thinking it'd be nicer to be somebody else, I just remind myself how nice it is just to be 